بسم اللہ الرحمن الرحیم السلات وسلام علی رسول کریم اما بعد ایم سبرین سید اینڈ دس از اے سیکنڈ گولڈن ایج پوڈ کاسٹ السلام علیکم ایم فیصل ایم دا سی ای او اینڈ فاؤنڈر اف نو اینڈ سو وٹ از دا سیکنڈ گولڈن ایج دا سیکنڈ گولڈن ایج از اے سیریز اف ویڈیوز آرٹیکلز کورسز فار میڈیا ریلی سینٹرڈ اراؤنڈ دا گرانڈ سائنس um and critical thinking and and revo- looking at basically what it looks like is reviving the spirit of the islamic golden age what made them great and how what can we do to use that knowledge to change and impact the world today exactly and what we are actually uh, you know centering all of our uh, content in the second golden age is how significant was the quran in the development of islamic thought in that period and how can we bring that attitude that mindset back so with that being said let's start with a bit of an introduction on know about us let's talk about how know started how it all basically started so faisal tell us something about yourself okay so uh, i'm um 36 So my background is a little bit sort of random actually. So um, I have a, a legal background, so background in law in terms of academics. Um, uh, but my career was very uh, sort of, the, my, my corporate career uh, was very, it was very standard I'd say, but it was, it was in procurement. So that's the process of sort of trade, buying, sort of, you know, sourcing and buying and stuff. So I worked for a lot of the big retailers in the UK. a company called Boots who are sort of you know well known world renowned then I uh, then I went to a smaller retailer and um, selling perfume on uh, who was selling perfume and stuff and then I went over to the NHS who you know the National Health Service uh, so I managed kind of big budgets there and stuff like that uh, and then since since then um, I've kind of gone off and set up you know different businesses and um, uh, across you know e-commerce across you know wholesale uh, and uh, in terms and then marketing and I have had a marketing agency and, and and I've got a training company as well. Mashallah. That's a lot. <laughs> <laughs> oh, mashallah for 36 years. Mashallah may Allah give you barakah for that. But it's just amazing people would want to know how does a person with that background in firstly in law and then in business procurement uh start something like no and the second golden age like these are completely different uh you know areas so how mm. did no begin yeah i, I think this is it's interesting because i really really believe that n- nothing sort of just comes to, like come to life like um like, r- like random a lot of uh things are a culmination of your experiences and so you know there's probably certain instances in my life where i think oh, okay that you know that's led to this that's led to this that's led to this so um the few um critical th- things that i remember the first was just education in general so i remember um going to school much under uh, i was very sort of quite i was quite naturally talented quite naturally gifted um mashallah that's I, but, a very nice way of praising oneself <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no but what i meant i, I was going to call into but I, but but what, what happened was that i felt that i didn't um was able to kind of hone that and harness it into you know real um in, in terms of where the potent my potential should have been done and so yes. there was that that kind of um i guess that pain of oh, you know what you know i didn't really um you know maybe i you know, I, i i didn't uh, that didn't lead to where i wanted it to lead etc so that was the first exactly. thing so then there's the second aspect of um i'm from a place called Nottingham in the uk in the uk so it's quite it's a northern town um Uh, it was about two hours from London, 
Um, and so the, the way I've, um, my sort of background as in uh, Islamic background is my, my, my dad is a, uh, from a Zewanzi background, but Nottingham was quite a sectarian type of play, uh, place in the sense that there's a whole Railvi, Zewanzi, Salafi type of split. Mm-hmm. And so that was something that always, um, um, I was always conscious of growing up, especially, you know, um, a lot of my friends, the mosque I went to was kind of Railvi, and my, my, my kind of family was, you know, the Awanzi, and so we also had that, I was always aware of that. And it wasn't, you know, a massive deal, but it was always, our, you know, doing Eid on different days. That was always something I was very, very conscious of. Yeah. Right? Uh, and so this stuff always um, sort of came to a head, it, it actually came to a head um, in sort of around 2010. Because what happened was that my grandfather actually uh, passed away, and at his funeral, I I saw the real ugly side of the secretarianism. Where, oh. um, so because what happened was that um, just the whole funeral was was kind of over, was taken over almost by this oh, thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, by this whole uh, uh, which uh, I remember my dad, my dad, my, my grandfather also said to my dad, "Oh, you uh, when when it happened, you lead the janaza." And mm-hmm. the mosques that was they, they did it in, he wasn't allowed to. They didn't let him do it. And then oh the, the, the imam of the mosque took the stage and he just started, like, he just used it as a platform to um, push this uh, unnecessary kind of uh, yeah, division. And, and I was like, I was like, and, and from that point, I realized that, you know what, this is the problem with, with you know, this is why we're, with where, where we are. And, and, and so, and it kind of it sparked something within me that, a bit of a bit, a bit of frustration, but also that you know what, um, like why, um, like my, my, my kind of Islamic um, upbringing up uh, point was very, I would say, average. I was going to the mosque, I was praying a lot of kind of stuff, but it was never like anything special. So that's the kind of uh, another kind of just incident because I really believe that you know sometimes context helps. But I think yes. the, 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 almost like the powder keg or the, or the, the thing that sparked it all was a trip to South Africa. So this happened sure. the year after. Um, so in 2011, I went to South Africa and um, it was this, like this international retreat. Uh, it was led by a um, scholar, Sheikh Amran Hussain. Um, but okay. what was really, really interesting, there's, there's two things that kind of just blew me away about this retreat. The first thing was, you know, with this whole kind of secretarian thing, there was basically probably 150 to 200 people there and there was basically probably 50 15 20 countries and at the so there was both extremes there was like the the sufiest of sufi people the whole shawl and everything wow. and then there was the yeah. you know the most you know the most salafi of salafi in that sense and then everything in between wow. there's a guy we call tj there was there was basically all sorts right um wow. but for the first time i saw that nobody was bickering, no one was, was beefing. They were, just, they were just, but but the reason why they weren't was because the you know um, the, they were there looking at the bigger picture. And this is the, the, the thing wow. I want to talk about. What they were doing was that um, they were talking about, about Islam as in a way I'd never heard before. They were talking about Islam as an active force. Up until then, I was like, you know, obviously I know about Mashallah. you have to pray, I know you have to do you have to do X, Y, Z, but they were like, okay, Islam has got the, the power to solve the economic problem. It's got, Islam's got the power wow. to solve the environmental problem. It's got this, it's got that. And not just, don't just, not just talk. It's like, okay, right, so let's talk about strategy. And I was like, oh, okay, this is amazing. I've never really heard Islam like, yeah. as an active force. And, and, wow. and, 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 so, and, and, and then, and then what do you call it? Even though there was, not, not everyone agreed with everything, 
but it was very respectful and it was like oh, for example there was a time where um there was an invitation to go to visit some of the karamats and stuff and was, if you wanted to go you could and if you didn't want to go you didn't have to and it was like and, and basically but what what so i think and that was the first time i saw okay you know what people can get in, in harmony but and when they do they could actually think about bigger things and so that was the, I what so. I, I yeah I, I, and, and then and the second thing was obviously the the type of content at the retreat was all um things that you know elevated your thinking it, it wasn't thinking down here it was thinking up here okay right what can Muslim, yeah Muslim, uh, basically right, you know giving us a taste of our history giving a taste of what we should be doing right from straight oh, from the purpose, yeah, yeah. And, and then and then so purpose-led this is the thing you just had it on the purpose-led and so and then um and, and, and the best thing, it was underpinned by a methodology that kind of allows you to think for yourself. It wasn't just, oh, please tell us, teacher, what's going on. It was, okay, you know what, use your own intellectual fa- faculty. And so exactly. I guess that, that level of growth and all that kind of so it just got me really, really excited. Um, and then there's, there's, a, there's a third factor from that whole South Africa trip, which was that I was there for a week. I was there for two weeks, actually. But it felt like I was there for two months. I guess because of the wow. bar, because of the way it was all set up, it was all like our oh, um, organic food, and uh, they actually. I think they wanted the way they wanted to do it was uh, looking at what it would look like for a Muslim village or a Muslim community awesome. to to live together. That's exactly. how they kind of did it. So it was all like you know away from technology and uh, everyone, yeah, and you know, you know, it was just a, a you know very very um, like I, I would I would say f- I would say f- very fitra, yeah, very very Islamic. In action, yeah, it's yeah. time in action. In action. Exactly, exactly, you know, we do have, like, we do have uh, expressions of Islam everywhere, but it's just that as if we are living in the past, not really in connect with with what's happening today. So yeah. with, with Sheikh Imran Hussain uh, and, you know, his uh, methodology and the retreat that you're talking about, we get this idea that if, you know, what does it mean for a Muslim to study economics, what does Islamic yeah. economics look like? What does uh, you know, what's Islamic? Uh, what's the Islamic take on food, 100%. on lifestyle, on all of that? Exactly. And and what was great was that it, it was actually for the first time actively encouraged to be inquisitive. I had come from the background wow. where oh no, look, no, that's just how it is. Don't don't ask questions. Yes, and absolutely. so and so it was like well, okay, you know, like I, I actually want to I want to know more, and hence the, where the name kind of came from. Right. Um, so then, um, so I, when I came back, I just remember thinking, okay, you know what? I need to share some of this stuff with um, with my, just my local community, just with Nottingham. Because I thought I told you, like, I was very, oh, this is a Nottingham problem, sectarianism and stuff like that. I, I didn't know how I have that yeah. kind of understanding of the wider world. And um, so all I said was, okay, look, um, I want to put on a put on a conference. That's it. I just want to put on a conference. And what the objective is is that to um, have different speakers of different backgrounds there um wow. uh, so have uh, you know a braille speaker let's say have the only speaker have a selfie speaker and stuff and then uh, basically ha- but but i'm focused on our commonalities stuff right so that was the, that was the initial uh, objective um so i then i thought i was thinking okay right i do, do you remember uh sabrine uh was it a year ago or a couple of years ago where india and pakistan were almost at the brink of war i mean it seems like it's all always, always the case yes it's always yeah, it's but, always but, like but, that. but i remember but it was, it was like, somewhere yes yeah, it was, like uh, it was somewhere around that time yeah, yeah yeah so i remember this was amazing this was interesting because my dad um sort of said to me oh my god like he was he's very into that kind of pakistani politics and stuff you're saying oh yeah. you know um i can't believe it mqm and this party this they're actually all working together i was like 
okay, <laughs> I, 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 what was quite obviously the reason why they're working together is when they see an external threat that that yeah. com- that unites them all. Uh, exactly. Even though, even though outside of that, they're all bickering and all arguing and stuff, mm-hmm. right? So that with that kind of b- backdrop in mind, it was like, okay, you know what? What obviously the reason why everyone's divided is because we're focusing on our kind of petty you know, our differences and you know our but, differences yes but, but what are the things that actually unite us and this is where the whole end times thing came in because i was like look first of all all of us believe in the end times right that's the first thing Absolutely. secondly all of us are in agreement that the end times is actually nearing you know very near right and, exactly. and thirdly like we're all living through these problems that we're seeing problems around us yeah and so, so okay what can we do to actually uh, address it and this and that you know maybe that's the you we can actually start having a dialogue where all, all of us in the room and and stuff you know so exactly. we don't have to we don't have to agree on everything either on this and that but we can agree on okay you know what we all need to work together on this and this and this because strength in numbers and stuff right so that was what the original um context of the uh of the conference was Mashallah. I mean, it's so amazing to know that one has, if one is a deep thinker, you really think deeply about education, about things that, you know, uh, they say people, some people, they talk about people and like really high level people talk about ideas. So Mm. when you're discussing, when you're, when you're literally thinking about the problems in education, and then when you grow up and you see the sectarianism in your community and you're like, how can one fix it? So literally you're hitting. So, but it's just amazing. If we think about this, that it's not something impossible. It is something completely doable that to, to unite people from different backgrounds, different ways of thinking, different schools of thought, and for every one of us to f- literally focus on the problems that we have at hand. And that's exactly what you did. The problem yeah. that is at hand is that we are in the end of times. Yeah. And there are some serious issues that need insights from people of different backgrounds, different mm. education, you know, different sort of ways of and schools of thought. And this is how you can unite the Ummah. And yeah, absolutely. And what, 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 what I see from that as well is that the fact of the matter is, is that everyone has got a part to play. Because just like I, was, I told you, I run, I've got businesses, I run companies and stuff, that if every single one in the, a person in the company was a marketeer, the business would fail. If everyone was a operations exactly. person, right? Like you need a marketeer, you need an operations person, you need a finance person, you need all of these different roles, right? And even exactly. if you look at how you know, the, the things that different, different, maybe the different sects are predisposed to. So maybe the Tablighi Nuance are yes. predisposed to kind of, you know, doing a lot of uh, hidman, you know, uh, and um, going out and, and yeah. spreading the word. Okay, great. You guys do that. Yes. Okay. The Sufis might be yes. more inclined towards such and such. So, you know, and, and so, you know, everyone can still has the a bigger picture, but, but, but within the within the realms exactly. of what they're comfortable with. Yeah. So that was it. So, uh, exactly. so what happened? So what happened at the point that was that? Okay, so that was um, the idea, uh, and so we came to okay, right, to putting the putting the uh, the conference on, um, and I, I wanted to, at, at the time. Okay, I need to find a graphic designer. So I asked some of the guys in South Africa. They said, "Oh, there's a sister based in Canada. Um, you know, she's worked with you before. You know, maybe she can help you put the your, your poster together and stuff." So anyway, um, so I messaged her. And she was quite intrigued, actually. She said, oh, um, you know, let's just jump on a Skype. Well, let me understand a bit more about the project. And um, nice. uh, Sister Alicia, an amazing sister. Uh, anyway, we, we had a call and she was, oh, she, she was basically, 
oh my god I, I love what you're trying to do and this is you know yeah. i really believe in it and so uh, you know let's do it together i, so I was like how's that and you know it's amazing you know how they say that when uh, some things are kind of um meant, uh, to, meant be. to be like allah just opens doors and doors and doors like you know so all of all of a sudden here's this person who i've never i've literally only had one conversation with is now yeah. i'm a part like a partner with almost right and, uh, and and she was much a very very skilled. She's a scientist herself. She was a graphic yeah. designer, a tech tech person. So literally all of that side of things, I didn't even have to think about it. it was all code. So anyway, so yeah. that was that. And much so then I just started like finding speakers. And again, you know, when it came to finding a speaker, I thought let me get local speakers. And then the, the 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 kind of the bonus was Sheikh Imran. I thought okay, I'm going to get yeah. him to speak yes. via live live conference. Um, right. And at that time, he had, he had not come to the UK. And, um, and so it was something completely brand new. And um, alhamdulillah, like, we, so the topics we covered, we, we had things like um, uh, food, the food industry, we had things like, you know, food, um, things like media, the, how the media uh, portrays us and stuff. Um, we had things like whole, the whole concept of seeking knowledge. And then we had economics and, uh, and slavery and debt and all this kind of stuff. So very, like you said, very different topics that you don't really hear at the usual Muslim conference. Exactly. You just don't. I mean, uh, I can tell you, and inshallah, we're going to cover that in uh, future episodes, that when I came across No, I was like, I've never seen anything like this before. Mm. Seriously. I was yeah. so impressed. I can't tell you. Because this is exactly what we need right now. Mm. But you don't have much of, much of this. But yeah. I think... Uh, we've reached the end of our first episode and we're going to continue this interesting uh, conversation with um, our founder and CEO, uh, Brother Pessel, on how exactly did the original no come about and how, I mean, we really want to talk about the appeal that the first no had. We had a lot of cartoons, we had a completely different design, mm. which could appeal to the youth, and but it was like centered on the things that you need to know, the end times, all the things that you need to know to live uh, an Islamically sort of appropriate life with uh, utilizing all of your uh, potential as a Muslim, as, as uh, you know, like a, an individual who can uh, contribute to society without actually facing the challenges and the problems that the end times bring along. Inshallah, we're going to continue our conversation in the next episode. And uh, please do follow us and stay tuned for the next one.